You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I feel like I start every week with all right, and I need to figure out something else to say. I don't know. I don't pay attention. I don't love it. So this is weird, actually. Usually when we record, we have the music. We can hear the music going. Yeah. And right now it's in. It's in these headphones on the floor that we were using before. <laughs> I don't know how you heard it. You just what? started, and I was like, "Oh, I guess we're going." <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, I just know. Well, I can also shift it over when we edit, but oh. I also know that Ben says, "Now your host, Darian Ethan," and then the beat drops, and I usually wait a second. Oh, okay. <clears throat> But then I realized, well, this is awkward. I'm just talking with silence right now. So it's weird. Hello, everybody. Yeah, the energy was not there from the Yeah. Song. Whatever. Maybe, maybe we should Maybe we should end it End it here. All right, well, I hope you guys have, well, have uh, a great day. Yeah, bye. No. <laughs> Anyways, go like and subscribe. Leave comments, all that kind of stuff. We love hearing you guys like talk on Instagram and all the comments. And I get a lot of DMs, too. It's pretty fun. Today, we have a fun episode. We're excited we for it. A great yeah. episode about timely events. Yep. Um, how much? How how long do you think you can like circle around it without talking about it, like Trump does? And like, <laughs> I have a today. We have a great episode for you. Perhaps one of the greatest episodes of podcasts you've ever heard. This is a great. I've, podcast. I've talked to all the experts. I've talked to all the experts, <laughs> and we can affirm that this podcast is very good. Very good podcast. We do have a podcast. That's, We've crunched all the numbers. It's the best. It's easily the best. Get to the point. There's no, there's no question. <laughs> Get to the point, bro. Yes, the podcast is the. Uh... Okay, so the podcast is about holidays. <laughs> how's your, uh, how's your day been? How's my day? Not my holidays. Not your holiday. My, my but day, how's your day been? My day's been real good, actually. Last week, absolutely killed me. Yeah. Not absolutely, because I'm obviously alive. Isaiah is the long book in the Bible. Yeah. No, I was like. Didn't finish my homework. I was about to do the last three assignments, and then I got done. I looked at the computer, closed the computer, and then realized there's nothing left inside to do this. Yeah. I went to sleep. Nice. So it's okay. I've never been to college, but I hear people do that in college, so. No, they don't, actually. You think no one's missed an assignment in college? Well, I mean, I did, but. Okay. Well, <laughs> can't all be Derry Brooks. I missed assignments in high school, bro. Nice. I didn't go to um, high school. <laughs> you, went to, you went to your kitchen. <laughs> no, my, my bedroom. But. Um, it's been good. We've been in Matthew this week. so real real fun. And then did first readings and whatnot. So I'm, I've done all my homework, and it's not even 6 p.m. Crazy. Good day. Very good day. How are you feeling? I feel pretty good. Uh, this is my last day here for about a week so or maybe like six days. I'm going to um, a friend's wedding back in California. So I'm really, really excited. It's the first wedding I've ever been a part of, or like been in. Uh, I've been a part of other weddings, but just, the first one I've ever been in. So I'm, I'm really stoked. Actually. Yeah, I was just thinking of Michael Scott, where he's like, "I love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one." <laughs> so funny. But no, that's that's a super exciting, man. Weddings yeah. are a fun time. I'm really excited. I love weddings. Like, I've had. No, I'm just <laughs> I've had like three or four. I've had like three of them. They're great. No. <laughs> I've been at a couple, and just as like so much fun, just dancing. And fooling around with your friends is like, that came out weird. Yeah. Hanging out with your friends and having yeah, a good yeah. time. Yeah. It's a good time. It is fun. Um, you know what? Cheers. Weddings are fun. This chair's broken. Whatever. <laughs> Weddings are a good time, though. I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm going to miss you. I thought you left it later in the week. And <laughs> this morning, you're like, yeah, leave tomorrow. I was like, oh, oh. 
Okay. What would you say? Switching topics. What's like the most interesting thing you didn't know from the BCC that you've learned so far? Or maybe just from last week? Oh, Whatever you want. Oh my gosh. Like about the Bible? There's it's like so- a really weird like like historical fact that um, you didn't know. Well, I guess one of the first things that really caught my attention that I was like, oh, this is a cool school, mm-hmm. was realizing that the East is a term used in the Bible to talk about going away from God's presence. Oh, interesting. As ancient Near Eastern peoples thought that like gods are geographic. Right, yeah. so they're like, oh, if Israel is on the west, you know, they're on the coast. If I go to the east, God's not there. Like yeah. Yahweh's not there. It's just like in real life, the west coast is the best. And you go to the <laughs> oh. east, you're farther from God. <laughs> and so it's like Jonah says he like he went to the city that he didn't like, and he was like prophesying against. It. He says he went and sat to the east of it, oh. which basically is like going away. Like he's mad about it and he's mad at God. Away from God. So yeah. he's like, I'm, wow. I'm out of here, bro. And then. It says that God sent an east wind to like do like send a message, and it's basically saying like you can't run away from God. And I was right. like, that's so insanely cool. Yeah, super interesting. And he, he runs from God the whole book, and yeah. then at the end, you never think about him like running. He's just going to watch the destruction, right? But he's actually like he's running still, from God again. At the very end, he's still like, I don't want this to happen, right? And I'm like, oh, come on, Jonah. Jonah's a great book, but yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, it speaks to me a lot in different ways, but yeah. I think also just understanding the historical context of so much of like the readers of the Bible. I'm like, yeah. oh, because there's a part in Isaiah where God says like something about how he can destroy man and soul in hell or mm. in general, man and soul, yeah. like, like spirit and man. And he's like, he's like, I can destroy all of it. And then Jesus in the New Testament says, don't fear the man who can destroy the body and that's it. But fear God who can destroy both body and soul in hell hmm. and like all the original readers probably would have thought back to like Israel or Isaiah and been like oh shoot he's referencing the Old Testament which right. I never picked up on and I don't know if it would technically be an Old Testament reference because it's just a saying but I was just like okay okay sure yeah I heard today you guys talked about the uh, the silence period yeah the intertestament yeah, five hundred years, which silence. is super fun too because you find out about Alexander the Great was like yeah. the reason they were like the Greeks were over there and then the Rome came after them and yep so super fun a lot of not a lot has been ever I think that's the first time I've ever been taught about intertestament really well, it's very interesting yeah there's a lot of really cool writings that happened then as well yeah it makes me want to look and dive into history even more yeah like, like the main things I want to read are all the, uh, the extra biblical books that people think could be biblical books, and, and some of those, yeah, some of those were written during that time period too. Yeah, um, and then also the extra books written uh, in that time period as well mm-hmm. would be very interesting to read. Yeah, I mean, we got a. I have the apocrypha if you want it. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, well, you can't have it. Also, it's free it. online. Good for you. And on YouTube, <laughs> I can listen to it. And then that's a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, that's like one of the subjects that interests me the most is like if books in our Bible, like if the books that we took out, like should actually be in there. Me too. Or if books bro. that we added, like shouldn't be in there. It's me so too. interesting. Me when too. there's like so much political history with Rome um, in the early church, with like what books were taken out and stuff, and so many like political reasons, it's so interesting to look right. into. Right. Same. I love it. I think to myself all the time, like, wait a second, why? aren't these scripture right like jesus grew up reading them and all the apostles read them so why are you telling me i can't read them i'm like something's afoot here yeah yeah. i was gonna pick up my foot (laughs) (laughs) and that doesn't mean we think those books are biblical it just means it's interesting yeah yeah yeah. um but 
Yeah, I was thinking this morning, and this has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, but as we were in worship and prayer, and I was thinking about the scripture says that, what's it say? I just forgot it. I was thinking about it right before the show. That the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is alive mm. inside of us. Mm. And I thought, I was just thinking about the reality of that. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, the Spirit of God is inside of me. Mm-hmm. Like, the Holy, I'm like, whoa, like, that's a, that's, a, if you really think, like, I've always heard it as a Christian, but never really, like, thought about it. Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, like, you think about the magnitude and power of God in his throne on heaven, and they're like, wait, he's inside of me? Yeah. I'm like, oh, makes me really want to steward my life a lot better than. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. It's wild. But, yeah, I just want to share that. Maybe someone needed to hear that. Yes. Don't know who that was for. It wasn't me, but maybe someone <laughs> <laughs> I already know the power the, of God resides inside of me. The power of God is inside of you, okay? <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean uh, we can get a whole Now, that time. means you can do, you can do what like, you whatever you want supernaturally. You can do what you want. Because the power of God is inside of you. I used to think that. I'm kidding. Just in case anybody we can get, get that. back. We can get my Ethan didn't away. laugh, and that was supposed to be the cue that <laughs> was a joke. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's jump in, shall we? Let's jump in the deep end. I'm excited for this week's episode. That's a song. You know that song, Deep End? I'm about to go off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. I thought Didn't that was Lecrae. Lecrae made a remix off of it. It's like not really? his song. Or the vice versa. But like I heard that and I was like, "This is the crazy." What album is that off? Is that like the last? It's his one most did? recent one. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm about to go at the team. Yeah, that's like the only hook in the album I liked. That's I didn't listen to the album. I listened to like half of it. I lost faith in in the cray. <laughs> um, what is the what's the song from? Like whose song is it? I don't know. We can look it up. Well, I thought it was John Legend. Maybe I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. Let's not. I know nothing. It's not important. We need a fax machine. Where are you at? Yeah, Trademark Riley. We're trade. excited for you to get here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, joke. Go watch it. <laughs> so today we're talking about like a very timely episode. Last year, crazy. We've been doing this podcast for over a year. What? Awesome. Um, but last year we did a podcast episode on Halloween and if Christians should celebrate celebrate Halloween. Can't speak. There you go. Um, and I would say I still agree with that episode. In synopsis, it was like there's nothing inherently bad about candy, but Except like, for the fact that it kills you slowly with poison from sugar. Yeah, sometimes quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was more about how um, demonically influenced the holiday is yeah. um, and all of the pagan backgrounds with it. And not only that, but we also read out a quote from like one of the leading Satanists um, mm-hmm. of the day, one of the leading like people in the witch community. And he talked about how like he loves that like anybody of every religion will actively like come together for one day a year to like worship Satan. Yeah. Even if they don't realize it, like that's what the holiday was created for. And so by participating in that, um, you also further their cause. It was, it was very interesting. Yeah. It's very concerning. Don't have to agree with us, but like that, when I read like that article that he wrote about Christians celebrating Halloween from like his Satanist perspective, it hit me hard. And mm. so, yeah. Yeah. That's so why go, I don't... Go listen to our last year's podcast on that if you'd like more information. But yeah. this year we're going to be talking more about a, holidays in general. Yeah, broad spectrum. Right? Like what... Specifically like pagan holidays, yeah. right? What Do holidays we, can you redeem if you can? Yeah. So like to round it out more, the topic's going to be should Christians 
redeem pagan holidays mm-hmm. that we already celebrate as a country, right? right. And so this will be like the world pretty much uh, celebrates these holidays like more or less or knows about them. Majority in the West celebrates these holidays, yeah. um, but definitely some places in Asia too like to observe them, especially as like the world becomes more globalized. Um, they become much more popular everywhere because most people in America celebrate them and they see that on the news or on social media or something and then they also want to celebrate it. So uh, these really are somewhat global holidays, right? We're talking about holidays like Halloween, Valentine's Day yeah. is, is a huge one. Um, New Year's actually is a pagan holiday. Um, and New Stop. Year's... I like New Year's. Don't say that. <laughs> New Year's is... Like, you'd think that's the most innocent one. It's just like the turning of the year. Um, but it actually does have a lot of um, uh, pagan backgrounds. Don't, don't tell me that. And it is. it is That one isn't as, like, universal of one because there's lots of different New Year's per whatever culture you live in, right? Yeah. Chinese New Year, there's all a whole bunch of different kinds of New Year's. Wait, how is New Year's pagan? I've never heard that. Um, I did a lot of research on it, but I... I don't know all of the information, so I don't want to share. Okay. Because I don't know everything about it. I don't want to yeah, that's okay. anything wrong. I mean, there is a questionable idea, like, what when people celebrate It was just another festival. But right. that, was, that was, yeah, a pagan festival that symbolized the new year. And yeah. so that was and the origin of it. God had his own year that he marked out for his people in yeah. the Bible. And obviously we're not Jews, so it's different. Yeah. But there is, like, he's like, you, they got New Year's. I'm going to give you your own new year so right. you will honor me and not fall into sin. Right. Right. Yeah. Super interesting. And so today we're going to be talking about should Christians try to redeem these holidays, right? Of course, it doesn't seem like there's anything inherently bad, like right off the bat, about these holidays. Um, when you read into them, you realize, like, oh, like, you want to explain, like, the Easter one that's super interesting? Okay. Prepare to get upset, Christians. <laughs> um, so Easter. Easter's. Is. Its foundation was Ishtar. That's where we get the word Easter. Ishtar. Kind of comes from Ishtar. And what's crazy is about Ishtar. <laughs> <laughs> Mike stand just came off. Just put it back on real What's back. crazy about Easter? I'm going I'm to hold, hold it I'll, here. I'll put it back on. I'm going to hold it here until... Uh, no, you can... It's fine. I'll just fix it when you're... No, I can, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> These plastic tables killing me. Um, Easter is formed after Ishtar, like I said. But... With Ishtar, Ishtar worship, it came, thank you, came from, what a guy. Thank you so much. That thing's not moving ever. Never. We're never having that problem again. All right, keep going. Um, that's so funny. Um, Ishtar was a Babylonian goddess, and she, it was believed that she would come down to earth in the form of a bunny and lay an egg. And oh. then all her people would go out and search for this egg. And that's historically why we have Easter egg hunts. What the egg do? They re- it represented like fertility and oh, stuff okay. like that. Because it's, like, it's in the spring, so it's like, oh, oh new life. Yeah, yeah. And so they, that's why they believe, that's why the Easter Bunny's there and he has eggs. And I was talking, we were talking earlier about it, and I was like, the fact that like this is in churches. Is they have, like, yeah, they have these at like, churches. Like, this is a full on Babylonian pagan idolatrous practice <laughs> that Christians have in their churches that they promote and love and they think it's cute. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, that's actual idolatry. Right. Like, we can make a case for iPhones being idolatrous and, like, Instagram yeah. and how you have that. Look, this is actual historic idolatry. Yeah. You are actually participating in a form of worship that was specifically given or created for the purpose of celebrating Ishtar. Yeah. On her day. And yeah. I'm like, 
stop. At least for other holidays, we <laughs> at least we, we like we mask it a little bit. But this one, there's just no mask right? at all. I'm it's like, just guys, the same exact thing. What is happening, man? Like, <laughs> History's crazy, right? We forget so fast, like where we come from, and like nothing's the, new under the sun, man. Yeah, we just find new ways to act dumb. I heard that in a rap once. Do you remember? Um, do you remember in what century we like Christianized that holiday? Um, I would assume I it was remember. when. I would. Uh, we can look it up. Fax machine. Um, it's very interesting. I don't have two hands to type that fast, so I'm not going to worry about it. I don't know what year. Okay. But, like, I would assume it would be somehow similar to how Saturnalia became. Right. Like Christmas, or like that's what people think. Right. Um, there's some questions there as to whether or not that's actually legit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was around when Rome became a Catholic nation. Oh right. And right. so they're like. Hey, we don't serve these things anymore, so stop it. Or just do it differently. Right. But, yeah, like, and I'm down to, ce- to celebrate the resurrection. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm super down to celebrate Jesus rising from the dead. Right. I would probably say I celebrate it every day by living in sanctification towards him and, you know, <laughs> just living my life honoring him. Yeah, I think well, we can definitely have a day for Yeah, you can have, well. like, a special observance for it, right? But... Whenever I see Christians with like Easter eggs and bunnies, we at I'm least like, gotta change the name. What are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like when they say Resurrection Sunday. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But also it's confusing because he said he died on Friday and he's supposed to be in the ground for three days. And then Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday we're gonna, or I mean not Tuesday. Uh, I think of two days. Sunday, Sunday we're gonna be here. Yeah. And, and, and two days went by, or one yeah. and a half days. I'm like, this dude's still on the ground, bro. Tainley'd probably be like that <laughs> that night. For yeah. like the time zone, and, and then there's like a whole thing about how the Jews would met, like do their days would be the evening, so right, it'd be like it, it was weird, but yeah, yeah. I'm like, guys, come on, what are we doing? Get this egg out of what here. Are we, what are we doing? Get this. We're trying to hide this at all. You're actually paying money for this guy to dress up as a mascot <laughs> and hide eggs. Yeah. Now, if you want to do that at your own house, I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life. I'm like, church. Why are you wasting your money? You yeah. could like go feed the poor or something like that. Yeah. But I, I don't. I probably made a lot of people mad just now. Whatever. Sorry. At least we could change it a little bit. Like, Resurrection Sunday yeah. is, is a great one. Yeah. And I've seen some churches call it that. Yeah. Um, but the point of this is we're trying to we're trying to see if it's okay to Christianize or redeem for Christ these pagan holidays, right? Because I would say, like, the mindset of someone who, like, sees a pagan holiday in, like, the original people and said, like, we want to take this um, and, like, make it a Christian holiday or something, mm-hmm. right? I would imagine their mindset, maybe it wasn't, but I imagine now, like, their mindset would be, like, I'm going to take this and redeem it for Christ and take something right. that was, like, glorifying the enemy and get rid of it and, like, make it glorify God now, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I think, would be sort of, like, the heart kind of behind it. Um, yeah. You have a thought? I think there can be people who are like that who are like, oh, this was bad. We want to honor God, so we're going to change it. But mm-hmm. I do also think at the same time there's people who are like, ooh, I really don't want to give this up because it's really fun. So how mm-hmm. close to doing it can I do it without yeah. actually doing it? That's true. You know, so obviously it depends on each person's heart, and that's for between them and God. But, yeah, I think it'd be a question like, okay, look at the certain practices and see what you do or don't do, right? Yeah. Part of Saturnalia that people say has become Christmas, which, there, like I said, is disagreements about that in, its, in itself. Part of it used to be, like, sex parties, I'm pretty sure. Right. We don't do that anymore. Right. That's a good thing. Right. We shouldn't do that. Yeah, we got rid of those practices. Yeah. Um, but there's, yeah, and, like, we still need to get some, rid of a lot of practices. For instance, like, the practice of getting drunk on these holidays mm-hmm. should not be. So I don't think many Christians would do that, but yeah. by and large, the culture. Yeah, it's very much right? a culture of those And holidays. so 
St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, well, St. Pat, what's a Hallmark holiday to celebrate right. alcohol? I don't know, actually. I have never looked at the history of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I'm Irish, though. So. It's St. Patrick. What? It's St. Patrick. He was a yeah, great person. Yeah, but he was a, a Christian, though? What? Wasn't he a Christian? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good holiday. <laughs> You're this Christian hero of history, and they celebrate him by getting drunk. Yeah. Ironic. Yeah. So, kind of moving forward... Um, if we're on, just talking about like the streamline of these holidays and them being pagan, right? Yeah. And sort of having like wanting to have a good heart for redeeming them, and talking about if that's okay or if that's something that we should do as Christians, I would say the main objection usually brought up, like one of the main um, uh, like points made to say we shouldn't redeem these holidays, the one that I've heard the most and I would say is the most talked about is in Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy twelve. Yep. Um, uh, Deuteronomy 12, 2, and 3, and I'll, I'll read it really fast. Um, and for example, like for some context right now, um, the Israelites are going and crossing the Jordan into like Canaanite countries, and they're like taking over these villages and like living there now and taking like the plunder of the cities and stuff like that. And they have lots of uh, like idols and lots of altars and like very like rare and expensive things that are hard to make and get, right? They have a lot of precious metals in them and stuff like that. It takes a lot of, like, laborious time to make these things. And so they're taking these things um, for themselves and just, like, crossing out uh, or, like, taking off the idols from them and, like, putting God on them, right? Or making uh, sacrifices to God on these idols or on these uh, altars, right? For worship to, like, Baal and all these, like, different gods. So um, that's, like, the context. And I'll read you uh, the word of the Lord to them. And this is uh, Deuteronomy 12, uh, uh, 2 and 3. Um, Destroy completely all the places where the nations that you are driving out worship their gods. On the high mountains, on the hills, and under every green tree. Tear down their altars, smash their, um, smash their sacred pillars, burn their ashra poles, Cut down the carved images of their gods and wipe out their names from every place. Don't worship the Lord your God this way. Instead, turn to the place your, the Lord your God chooses from all your tribes to put his name uh, for his dwelling and go there. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, don't go into these places and take these things um, and the ways and the practices that um, these foreign people worship their gods as, especially like the actual altars that they worship them on. Right. And don't worship me on those. That's not where I've told you to worship. Specifically in verse 5, it says, don't do it there. Go to where I have set up for you to worship and go and worship me there. Right. right? And, and God always says something about God. He has, he knows that his people are going to be around these nations where this idolatry and, and, and this stuff is going to be taking place. And because of that, he says, hey, I'm going to give you ways to worship me on these days or around these times so you're not tempted away to fall not tempted to fall away from me you know and so god has ways that he wants to be worshiped and the main thing that that's saying is like hey don't worship me the way you think you should Uh and that goes into so much about christian living like don't the the whole what that sentence don't worship god the way you think you should but worship god Mm -hmm. the way he wants to be worshiped that goes into so much about like the whole Christian's life in general yeah. and every day, but yeah. specifically for holidays today. Someone could argue that this was just for the Israelites, and especially because they had a specific place to worship God that he had given yeah. them. And now we have the Holy Spirit, and we can worship him wherever. Um, 
But let me read verse 30 really fast. So this is the same chapter. It just goes on for a little bit. And then in verse 30, it says, Be careful not to be ensnared by their ways. Still talking about the Canaanites. Mm-hmm. Um, after they have been destroyed before you, do not inquire about their gods, asking, How did these nations worship their gods? I'll also do the same. Um, I think that like makes it a little more clear, yeah. right? It's just clearly saying it's not about the place necessarily. It's about how you're worshiping these gods. I want mm-hmm. you to worship the way I've set up for you to worship, not the way that these people imitating how they worship their gods, right? right? And so it, I wouldn't say, I mean, I think I have said before, and I flip-flopped on this issue of should we redeem uh, pagan holidays before. Um, I used to be just of the mindset, like this verse clearly laid out, like we shouldn't ever. Um, but I think I've, I flip-flopped back, flip-flopped back and forth and thought about it a little more. Um, at the very least, like in my opinion, at the very least, you have to say, like, you got to change it. Yeah. Like you, it's very clear here that, like, say you replace us with Israel and, like, the, the people that are pagan, like, worshiping in these pagan holidays as uh, the Canaanites. And we go in and we try to, like, uh, like put these here for God, like, sort of... Uh, sacrificing on the on the altars of mm-hmm. the Canaanites, uh, aka like doing Easter bunny things on Easter, right? right. Like you gotta change it at least a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Like say it's gonna be the same day or something. You can't like you can't use the altars that the Canaanites had to, <laughs> to sacrifice yeah. to God, right? Yeah, he yeah. tells you specifically, don't worship me in the way that these other uh, gods were worshipped by the Canaanites, right? Um, you have something you want to say about that? Yeah, um, just put, relating it to modern day. Um, like you were doing, I'm specifically thinking about in Thailand. In Thailand and Cambodia, there's this holiday where they go. I forgot what it's called because I don't speak their language. But yeah, you go around and you throw water on each it's other. It's a fantastic right? holiday. Like you run around, you got water balloons and water guns, and like the whole nation is yeah. like in a giant water fight. Imagine just driving like around downtown wherever your city is, and people are just like hosing each other down in trucks. Yeah. You're driving around the back of trucks, just throwing water balloons at whoever you want to. It's all mm-hmm. just legit. Like everybody's and, in on. Yeah, everyone's having fun and everyone's enjoying it. What it means for them in their culture is they're like we're celebrating that this is the day that our sins are forgiven. Like, they're yeah. by their gods or whatever, their spirits that will look over them. In their minds, the historical context behind that is like, oh, we're being forgiven sins. And they think their sins have to be forgiven every year. Now, for a Thai Christian or a Cambodian Christian coming out of that, mm-hmm. what would be really cool is that you would, you could still, I would say, participate in that. Not in mm-hmm. the same way, obviously, but you would change it to where your church would have mad baptism, right? Right. Where you, like, just, you could go out and preach the gospel. That's, like, such a good time to preach the gospel because you can talk to them about, yeah. excuse me, talk to them about, like, Hey, like you do this every year to forgive sins. What if I told you you can you can get forgiven sins once and then never worry about sin the rest of your life? Right. And then they would be like, "What?" Right. You know, and it'd be a great time for evangelism for their communities, and also the churches there to be like, "We're having a huge baptism party. We're gonna like mm-hmm. declare. We're gonna get people who've never been baptized and get them baptized, and it'd be amazing. You could have really cool re- redemption yeah. in that, and still have like, you still feel like you're not just sitting at home bored out of your mind, right? You know." So I think that would be okay to redeem because I don't think the act of throwing water on someone's inherently yeah. wrong. Their mindsets are wrong on it. And right. so if you bring the right mindset, you can still baptize. Now, they're in the, they're, uh, la, 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 la. Mm. if you speak tongues, translate that, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know what that meant. That's, probably a, that's, a, that's a nug right there. We need that back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to say, um, if like... <laughs> Then we go into the subject of full water baptism versus mm-hmm. splashing. Yeah. On a tangent there, and I have no opinions on. Yeah. 
the Pope squirt gunning you from across the room because COVID. <laughs> so funny. That's ridiculous. Um, it's so interesting, like, talking about this topic because neither you or me necessarily has, like, a hardline belief, I don't think. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Of, like, we can't redeem any holiday or we should redeem all of them. Right? Right. I don't necessarily think, like, it's a great idea to try to redeem the holidays, but I'm also not, like, super mad about a lot of them if it's done right. There's right. obviously, like, a right way to do it, and we haven't done it the right way almost every time. <laughs> Humans are very bad at getting things right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, almost every time it's happened, we haven't done a right job. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think there is ways to do it. But, like, in, in the same vein of that, I don't think, like, by you like laying out eggs and like your kids picking them up that like each egg is like a demon and like the kids like just getting a bunch of demons in it well, by like picking up the egg our right? kids are not hanging out <laughs> i'll tell you that <laughs> i'll tell you right now so, you um, go over to Derry's house you punch him in the face and it'll it'll eggs. be an experiment it'll be an experiment we'll see how my kids turn out we'll and how see you who, which, turn out. which kids are more holy so i i wouldn't promote that idea um and i wouldn't do it but i don't think that I don't think it is as inherently, uh, like, demonic as... And I'm not, like, afraid of it. You know what I mean? Do I think that it's uh, an image of how to worship, like, that god of Eshtar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it clearly is. Right. right. And so, so I don't want to do that? No. You just probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, Deuteronomy 12.30 says exactly <laughs> not to do that. You just, you just need to stop. Yeah. I don't think there's inherently demons in, like, the Easter eggs they're picking up. But I wouldn't do it because, obviously, like worshiping uh, a god right. right that's not god and it would be concerning like question like uh what agreements are you making yeah. that are giving access into your life yeah you know the bible says a lot about don't give the enemy a foothold like right in any regard right and so then that'd be a question like okay well what implications is this having in my spiritual journey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and of course like like you said before like Jesus' death and resurrection deserves to be uh, like observed, right, and mm-hmm. remembered, and we, he deserves to be worshipped for those things. Now, does that mean we can still do it on that day? We just change the practices. I would say you probably could maybe change the name and don't do eggs and stuff like that. Use crosses. Yeah, use crosses. Hide crosses. Just hide crosses. Find <laughs> them. Get redeemed for <laughs> candy. <laughs> if um, I was at a church that did that too, I'd also be like, "That's just lame. That's a I'm weird. leaving. Yeah. I'm going home, bro." Or like, I'm almost still uncomfortable with the same day. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, yeah. totally fine. We do it the next day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but I'm also not that worried about it. Like, I'll totally, I still am going to, like, um, Resurrection Sunday, still going to, like, participate. You know what I mean? I'm still going to love it. Still yeah. going to, like, have a good time and all those things, right? Still going to have, like, a great lunch. You know what you could do? What? For Resurrection Sunday... You could have some Resurrection Sundays and have ice cream cones that you dip in chocolate and bring nice. out, bro. They got go. dipped. They went down. They got resurrected. Oh, there you go. And then like, I like got some ice cream. And now some people might think, that is, uh, what's that word where you make blasphemy? Where you make something that's supposed to be holy, unholy? What? No. They'd be like, don't do that. Well, I mean, I had an idea one time for a Christmas um, communion to be cookies and milk, and I got shot down. Why? We had older people in our congregation, so they're like, we don't know if the traditional people will like that. That would be fantastic. I was like, yo, this is a great joke. Yeah, have we done an episode on communion yet? Oh, we haven't. I think we have. Okay, anyways, it's not important. <laughs> um, so I would say just, like, on my own accord and, like, my own belief, 
there are some holidays you can redeem and some that you shouldn't, but it's all going to be case by case and it's going to be like you using wisdom. And it's really hard to talk about because like we love having fun and our culture has some really fun holidays that are pagan. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, the Bible says sin is fun for a season. So, yeah. so there like, you go, Derry. These things are fun. Like we love to do all these things. And I think we could do all of the, um, uh, a, a lot of the practices on different days or in different ways with different names and they still be fun like there's nothing wrong about dressing up and handing out candy you know what i mean that's fun and on a different day of the year might be a little weird but it's still (laughs) fun it's november 1st yep well 24 hours and missed it yeah what would be really fun too is looking at like the feast uh that that god outlines in the bible Mm -hmm. like a lot of those like feast of the lord i I don't want to call them jewish holidays because it sounds restrictive to just jewish culture yeah but the feast of the lord outlined in the bible one in one regard they say they will be celebrated forever and Hmm. then jesus never says anything about it so that means that like we should probably we or not probably should like you have to but should in a way of it be good for our spirituality i think yeah but also because they seem so dang fun yeah like a lot of them back then were like okay sacrifice this and do that and now we don't sacrifice because we have um Jesus says our sacrifice now. But imagine like just getting together with all your friends and family, having a huge feast, yeah. and then just like talking about sharing testimonies about like here's what Jesus did in my life. Here's what fun. I've seen Jesus do this year. And remembering and then like having times of like preaching the gospel and then worshiping and praying and praying mm-hmm. for each other. And like, oh my gosh, how that would knit together communities. Yeah. Like you just had your church members over, your Bible study over or whatever. Maybe your neighbors you invite over. And you just share like, here's how God's changed my life. We're just going to have a dinner and enjoy it. And then have a bonfire after. Mm. Bro, I can't wait till I own my own house and I can put on events like that. Yeah, it'd be so fun to like do those holidays, like find out what they did, what they ate. Um, and then celebrate those as well. It'd be, it'd be really, really interesting. It'd be really ironic if you brought like bacon to that hmm. because God didn't allow his people to do that. Yeah, yeah. He'd be, be like, freedom of Christ. <laughs> What's that? You're just going to bring bacon to my, my party? <laughs> you can get fun. some uh, mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Um, so some I would say... A uh, little, little notification dropped up on my screen. For like Halloween specific, specifically, because that's the one coming up in a couple of days... Um, I think Halloween, um, just in my own conviction, Mm -hmm. shouldn't be celebrated as Halloween. I think it's one of the ones that um, is not necessarily good to redeem. Now, that's more in a sense of redeeming with the culture. I I don't necessarily have a giant problem with churches having localized, um, like, harvest festivals. Right. Right. Like, one, name is changed. Two, usually there aren't, like, demonic or scary costumes. Right? Mostly just stuff from pop culture. Usually, yeah. like at least the church I grew up in, like didn't allow those kind of costumes and stuff like that. Right. So you're not glorifying Satan. There's usually some kind of like gospel presentation or some kind of like sharing of the gospel and something like that. So it's right. obviously Christ-centered. They're, they've stripped away like all of the parts about it that are about Halloween and like worshiping of uh, like the dead and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it made it about Christ. Now, the only similarity is that it's going to be on the same day. Which I wouldn't necessarily say is terrible. That's not a terrible idea. Because, yeah. like, the Jews had their New Year around the same time that other cultures had New Year. Yeah. But God showed them how to right. celebrate it in their way. Right. And so I would say because all of those aspects are stripped away, it could be an okay alternative. Mm. Right? And it could be okay to yeah, do. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too upset about that. Like, Yeah. There's not demon in the candy, demons in the right. candy and like, stuff like, like that. Like we said, candy's not inherently evil. Yeah. You're still giving your kids the chance to dress up and hang out with their friends. Yeah. You're doing it in a way that's like promoting the gospel right and you're not uh, like having affiliated with halloween mm-hmm. now people say you're affiliated with halloween because you're dressing up and i'm like 
Okay, so I never have a costume party ever then? Right. Because get on then, because I want to do that. Right. And, um, wow, I lost my train of thought right as I said that. What was I going to say? Oh. oh, a better idea than having an harvest festival, if you don't have kids, is just go out and share the gospel and eat candy, like, in the community. Like, mm-hmm. already participate in the uh, festivities that are going on, like, outside. You don't have to, like, necessarily participate to participate. But, like, go to them, and you can share the gospel and, like, what you think about the holiday and stuff like that to the people around you, right? Yeah. And you can eat candy. Like, if there's candy there while you're sharing the gospel, like, that's even better. Why not? You know what I mean? Candy and sharing the gospel. That's that sounds like my two world. favorite things. <laughs> that's his favorite world. And so I think you can do both of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I like it. I don't necessarily have any thoughts to share that, yeah. we, that are against it in any way. Do you yeah. have anything else you want to add? I mean, any just to, to sum everything up, I would say there isn't necessarily a hard line, right? I think it's going to be a law on conviction. As long as you take the, the, the words in Deuteronomy seriously mm-hmm. and don't make it about, oh, well, like, I really want to do this, so I'm going to, and you more go with your conscience and as well as following the words of Deuteronomy and what God spoke to the children of Israel yeah. in context of where you live now. Right. Um, and you apply those well without like what you really want to do. I think it can be fruitful and you can see fruit from it. Right. And you can still yeah, have fun I'd agree. and you can celebrate the Lord. Um, and you could sort of redeem certain holidays. Um, and I think it could be okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But yeah. I think it's, uh, it's not a hard and fast line for everybody. It's going to look different for a lot of people. Um, and it's going to be a lot about convictions um, but also, yeah, it's going to be something that I forgot. I don't know. It's going to be up to the individual yeah, to decide to the individual. what they think. Yeah. Well, with that, that I was guess, fun. thanks for listening. Once again, go on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, yep. iTunes, Facebook, TikTok soon, I think. Yep, TikTok soon. Um, all those places. Share this with your friends. Share this with your pastors. Yeah. Share it with whoever you want, whoever you think needs yeah. it. We created this podcast so that people that – are struggling with their faith and questions about their faith could come to have those questions answered so they can reach out to us individually or they can find the question that they're struggling with in one of our podcasts and if we don't have a podcast about it then they can ask us and we can do one on it or we can help them individually yeah um, that's like the main reason we started it we want to see people who are struggling um, to find their answers and so that's why we keep doing what we're doing absolutely yeah so with that have a great day have a great week and we'll see you guys next week we have a really exciting show next week so yep. make sure you tune in adios amigos